0: I'm Vince. And I'm Travis. And we're about to ruin your games and stuff.
1: This is Travis!
0: Welcome to Undesign. Well, hello, Travis. How you doing today, buddy? Hi, Vince. I'm fine. How are you? I'm well, man. I appreciate that you didn't make the same joke twice. Our listeners don't know it, but we re-recorded uh, thirty seconds there, and you—you you avoided yeah. the temptation to make the same joke you made the first time. A joke that is now you know lost.
1: I'm not. Yeah, I'm not interested in that scripted crap that the other uh, the other podcasters also don't do. <laughs> because everybody
0: is just doing this off the cuff. Yeah,
1: I I, I'm pretty sure everyone's just doing it off the cuff. I was gonna say everybody's doing it scripted, but they're not. They're really not.
0: No, they're—they're they're not. You're absolutely right. So, Travis, you rolled a thing today, buddy. Yeah, man,
1: I like rolling some things, and uh, like you said, a couple of episodes ago, I've been on a roll, so I roll them, and here's your roll. It's, uh, we got like number six on this. So what was number six?
0: Yes, you rolled... The hard six. You rolled the, you rolled the hard six. Sometimes you've got to roll the hard six. Ah, you're making me nostalgic, buddy. But yes, today, the topic that you rolled on your hard six is... Do you care about balance? The discussion of balance in tabletop RPGs. So it's oh always going to
1: be a, a heated thing, right? So uh, I think we, much like Anakin Skywalker, need to bring balance to the Force.
0: Uh, nice, nice. I Surprisingly, I wouldn't have went there, but yes... The amount of internet wankery that has been spilled about this is so very much, and and I'm glad to contribute to that. By the way, I mean, yeah, it's prolific,
1: so uh, it's good to be a part of it, right? Yeah, we, we
0: get to be a part of a time honored tradition, you know, since like the very the very first bulletin boards went up, <laughs> like absolutely, and and quickly discussed balance. So so let's let me take a moment here to to sort of lay some groundwork about what i mean.
1: Do we really mean do you care about balance or, or or are we saying does balance really matter is that is that what it is or is it just a personal opinion of do we care? Yes
0: yes both. Uh what is it why would it matter do you actually care about it?
1: All right so throw down what you were going to throw down there before i jumped
0: on you. No you're fine. So the Okay, so what do we mean when we say balanced RPGs? Generally, the way people use this term. I would argue right out of the gate, thesis statement, people don't know what they mean when they say this. They think they do, they don't. They're wrong. People who talk about balance in RPGs have actually as a point of fact very little conception of what they mean. That's my that's my opening statement. Now, what do we mean? What do they generally think they mean by balance? Uh What they generally think they mean is fairness. My thing yeah. that I am piloting. By the way, this this is true across so much more, right? This is true in like, this, yes.
1: This is a multi-platform deal. It's it's definitely yes. games of all sorts. And- if
0: you've played an MMO with classes, or you've played magic or card games, if you've played RPGs, if you've played war games every freaking game right i mean
1: in chess white goes first so
0: yes and it's funny you mentioned chess because that's going to come up again because it's always balance it's always the go-to example yes uh and it's really important why it's the go-to example and why it's a terrible example but anyways um the thing people say is they want things when they say they want balance but they really tend to mean is they want things to be fair that is to say they want to feel like their power level their power units however that's defined right whatever that actually means mm-hmm. is roughly equivalent to other people piloting different things within the game right yeah, talk right. about mathematic balance yes that they <laughs> Whatever, numerical capabilities, I guess, are roughly the equal of everyone else. Right, and some
1: people take a harder turn on that than others. Yes. Obviously.
0: Now, this is one. I'm going to continue with strong statements. I know I'm doing this the last couple episodes. But, oh, man, boy. when I say I've got to stick up my butt about this, I really mean it. Okay. not God, I'll soften it for you after you're done. Good. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm like Delco-Lex. You Just soften that right up. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, no one. I, I I'm happy for the for the people that just got that reference. Um. Okay. The first thing I would say is one, you don't really want that. Okay. I can, and I'll prove it to you in the course of this podcast. Two, it doesn't. That doesn't even mean what you think it means. Okay. Uh, it's, it's inconceivable. Right and 3 it's not actually possible in a good game so those are three strong statements okay right so so your statements are
1: all geared towards those who say who who believe that balance is the most important thing
0: yes correct
1: and and it's the highest in their mind when they hop online to go arguing <laughs> when correct when they put their argument hat on they are all hardcore on balance
0: yes yes that okay. is accurate
1: yeah okay so uh so it sounds like you have um, some opinions on this. I, I do. I, 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 I quote opinions. Um, Absolutely. Because everything we say, everyone has to take with a grain of salt. It's um, always
0: an opinion. That is all it is, yes.
1: Yeah, I mean, bring a salt mine. For,
0: I mean, seriously. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm gonna so I'll, I'll I'll go first a little I'll give a little bit of how I feel about it first before I, you tromp on everything right
0: Yeah go for
1: it man. Obviously balance can mean more than those things right It can be it can be a lot more than just a, you know balance numeric balance whatever you can you can you can talk about balance when it comes to particularly in in a lot of the games we play now to like, you know, story balance, characterization balance, rules balance is still part of it, but that's not everything. And then stage time, you know, if you're talking about an RPG, you're going to have, you're going to want, you know, and you know, some, some kind of, some kind of basic balance with who gets to, you know, be in the spotlight, things like that. Mm -hmm. So balance can be in all things. Um, What I would, what I would put forth would be that, (laughs) Um, balance with a much softer view of balance, okay? I'm not trying to talk about, you know, getting things perfectly balanced because I I personally know it's impossible. Like, you don't have to convince me that that's an impossible task um, in any game ever, okay? Um, But I believe balance is important only when importance is put on balance, right? Yep. Yep. So to me, it's only important in games where people care about the balance. Like, if you're... Uh, games like, um, it's a necessary thing when tactical activity, whether it's combat, negotiation, or environment, I'm going to say all three of those things can be tactical, uh-huh. okay? Yep. Um, it, When it's an important or more heavily weighted factor of a game, and this is I'm just talking about, the balance here, in my <laughs> my assessment of balance, which is nowhere near as hard-nosed as yours is. Um, games like Battletech and MechWarrior, that, that type of stuff, yep. take to a battle map um, where... Every little detail is important from the terrain and elevation to the pilot skill and the armament Um, and large portions of the game time, you know, like I'm talking I'm talking about, you know, equivalent to other portions of the game um, or more and um, are are, are about defeating opponents or overcoming obstacles with mathematical systems, usually with uh, alongside dice, but not always. Um, In those cases, balance is a big deal because you're putting an importance on that kind of thing. Um, So balance is important because balance is important. That's it. Um, Other games that are more story-driven and allow for problem-solving with like role-playing alone um, and less through dice rolls and mathematical equations would be an example where balance is less important. And lots of narrative systems work like that. Um, So, I mean, the middle ground seems to be the only really shaky part where you get into games that are obviously the most beloved games, which are like Dungeons and Dragons and GURPS and things like that, where uh, they're, they're kind of a middle ground between rules heavy and then story driven. That's where people start hopping online and and taking hard stances. Um, so I, I still, I, I'm just, uh, I'm of, of the mindset that balance is important only when we put an importance on balance. And that, that goes for all games. Like I'm not even talking about role-playing games just here, you know, I, I, whatever. Video games, um, board games, whatever. Balance is important when it's important to us.
0: Right. So, yeah, I mean, you touched on a lot there, and I think you're you're dead on with most of it. It's funny you mentioned, like, Battletech, because Battletech is one of those games that can achieve as close to, to parity as or, or balance as, as you would imagine, because you have a very defined sort of engagement space. If we're talking about pure Battletech, you're choosing... Uh, the- yes,
1: you are allowed to make the exact same mech your opponent has.
0: Correct, exactly. So,
1: you yep. are allowed as much balance or as little balance as you choose.
0: Exactly. The mechs could be stock standard, right? There is such a thing. There's a, there There isn't necessarily a lot of customization right. in that game. Um, You can. There are settings you can play with where you build your mech from the ground up and decide every little thing. But... Of course, at the same time, you could also just be playing between one and four mechs in some kind of tactical engagement. And they could be mirrors of each other, right? Where you're literally both piloting the same things. I've got, you right. know, I, I've got a, a Jenner and I've got a Highlander and so on and so forth. And both of us have those same four mechs and we're both going to, you know, pilot the same thing. And with the same pilots, the stock standard pilot, because there's also that out of the gate, right? So in other words, you're creating. You, you can turn BattleTech into almost a chess-like game where both yeah, sides can be perfect. Have the same pieces, right? And yeah. so all that balance
1: matters, then balance then comes down to you know the the scenery and how you how you work. Yeah, you so know, individual how, skill. your individual
0: skill, your skill. Yeah, which I think is what people want. They want their skill to decide things. Okay, but there's a funny. Don't don't let me forget that point. They want their skill to decide things. Yeah, that's so important and we're going to come back to that in a minute. But mm-hmm. I know where that's going. Um but let me let me harp on this for a minute. People always go back to chess as being like the example of a balanced game, but chess has a very unique set of features that make it eminently more balanced or or at least balanced to the point where only the player's skill really matters. A great deal. Um, Because there are great players that will play both sides, you know, mm-hmm. white or black, and the going first can fairly be negated. Like There, there have are been movies
1: made about it, yes. Yes,
0: there are strategies and schemes you pursue when you're going first or second that roughly equate to balance. Anyways, um, that game has no customization, no real choice points, right? You're literally, like, you don't get to choose your chess pieces. You can't say, like, well, I want three knights and only one rook. Right. That's That's not a choice. So by eliminating... Basically all choice points, right? They've created a balanced experience, okay? And that in itself is why balance is impossible because we don't want games for the most part that have zero choice points. Even when people play Battletech, they don't actually end up usually playing the same one to four mechs against each other. They want to pilot whatever mech they choose. Yeah. They probably want to customize it to some level. And if you're going really in a whole hog on like mech warrior, you want to have a particular unique pilot, right, that you've built mm-hmm. that that is piloting it. And in in opposition to that,
1: you know, if if somehow you manage to put you know put some kind of point value towards a, a chess game. Three nights is never gonna equal seven or twelve pawns or whatever. It's never gonna be the same. It's never gonna be right.
0: Right. The second impossible. Yes. The second you take that those guardrails off of having both players have the same mechanical pieces to play with. Again, it doesn't matter what the game is, mm-hmm. right? Then then you've invited imbalance for the purpose of fun, by the way. That's why you do that, right? Because people enjoy making a thing their own. They have fun doing that. It right. personalizes the experience. So people who bang on about balance do so in this sort of void as though it's just a setting you can mm. flip and and pay nothing for it. Right? Right.
1: right. But it's, a, it's not that way. So so what you're saying, like, let, let's take something outside of role-playing games, right? We'll take we'll take it to the online role-playing games, MMORPGs, right? Yes. That's a huge problem with balance. People are con- constantly whining about balance. Balance is a big issue. Like, if if you're kickstarting uh, an MMO, you have to talk about balance and it has to be a, you know, wh- what your focus of balance is is a big deal to your backers, things like that.
0: Yes. It's and, also the reason for the creation of mirror classes, if, if you... Right. Which are, like, well, some of the yeah. worst things ever, but continue. So, so
1: this is a, this is a, that's like a kind of a, a world of world of Warcraft thing um, is a good uh, is a good like angle to take because it's, it's the most commonly known game I would say sure as far as MMOs and you know they've got a lot of mirror classes but they've got a bunch of classes <laughs> okay yes yep. so they do they do have mirrors but they also have multiple classes and you can come up against different different you know warriors and mages whatever um, di- different casting classes different fighting classes stealth classes things like that now, the only way to achieve any kind of balance would be to remove a bunch of classes, right? You remove all the classes until you, all you have is one. Warrior. You have one warrior class who fights with the same weapon, the same armor, the same shield, is the same race. They're all humans. Um, and then you have balance, right? right? That's the only way to do it. Correct. Who is going to play that game? Exactly. Nobody is going to play that game. That's yes. boring.
0: Yep. And you're, you're exactly right. The, because... Here's, here's the funny psychological trick we're all pulling when, we talk, when people talk about balance, okay, is we want these choice points in the game, right? We want to be able to customize, to make choices that we feel are impactful, not just pointless choices, what my face looks like, but real choices that affect the character, right? I mean, that's something we all want and, and seem to enjoy. Yes,
1: affect the character, affect their surroundings, affect the story, affect the, the game world. What, the, it all depends on what kind of game you're playing, but yeah.
0: Yep, exactly. Okay, well, if that's true, which it is in you know 98% of all games, and you then take the stance that what you're going to try to do when building your thing I don't care if it's in a war game and you're assembling an army, a character for a role-playing game, a deck in Magic, whatever, a character in an MMO. If the stance you take is I am going to try to make the best possible thing, okay. In other words, I'm going to eschew all suboptimal choices. I am only going to make the best choices, right? Well, the reality is. Not everybody, not everybody is going to make the same choices because not everybody right. runs the same math or has the same brain for interpreting. You know what's interesting about that?
1: What's that? Um, I would say that what's interesting about that is a lot of the people who, who would complain about balance being an issue would be the people who would choose to, do, to make those decisions you just laid out uh-huh. to make the best possible thing. Yep. Even though that is not in the spirit of balance. Like the, the, that is that what they are doing is absolutely uh, not in the spirit of balance,
0: exactly,
1: like they're just climbing towards being the best. They don't have anything to do with balancing, but they're still doing
0: it. you know what I mean? exactly.
1: <laughs> and here they are championing balance otherwise.
0: Ex- you're a hundred percent on. you nailed my point exactly in you the, 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 oftentimes the same person who who bangs on about balance then is the first person who tries to, will just say min-max their particular thing that they're piloting. And you're trying to create imbalance. That's what min-maxing is doing. You are trying to be more powerful than the average curve. That's what it is. You're not trying to achieve average parity when you min-max. You're trying to land above the curve, right? Your very goal and the choices you make is to create imbalance. I just find it a strange paradox.
1: It's weird. Like, that's just, just a weird space. Yes. Um, and it seems, it honestly, honestly feels like after playing so many different types of games um, in, on different platforms, uh, like, those, <laughs> those seem to be the people who have the strongest voices. And it's just, I don't know, it's weird.
0: Yes. And so now let's go to the other part of this. Okay. That even if things are so close together, we're dealing with mirrored classes and all this. Okay. It's just slight variations. People will still complain because of a wonderful little heuristic bias that human beings have. Okay. Human beings tend to overestimate their own skill and underestimate other people's skills. Because in your own brain- No, that's crap. That's crap. I'm, <laughs> I am better than other people in yes. Counter-Strike.
1: It's just how it works, I'm sorry.
0: Well, exactly. Uh, in your own brain, you are the protagonist of your story, right? There's the wonderful realization about that. I don't remember, I, I really don't remember who, who had it. It's a very, it's a 20th century author. And it's sort of the realization that as you walk down the street, what you need to realize is that everyone around you is a fully realized human being, living their own complete life with all the complexity, nuance, detail, and experiences of your own. They don't notice you, and you are as much a no one to to them as they are to you. Mm-hmm. So, what you're saying is, the, each of these protagonists,
1: uh, plural, <laughs> are 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 just they they. they- they are they are wondering why they aren't the best or something.
0: Yes, um, and
1: exactly. And so, because because it doesn't make sense for their story.
0: Yes. Um, why aren't they the best? They should be. I sh- exactly. So when it comes to people complaining about balance, what happens is they tend to underestimate opponent's skill, and instead go, "Well, I know I'm better, right? I'm sure of it. I am a good player. I am the st- I am the lead character in my story here. I am the better one." So, hence, the game must be imbalanced because the rules and them being able to lean on imbalanced rules are the only reason they could be better than me, right? And and this crops up even in non-competitive games. That is to say, if you take things like RPGs, which are theoretically collaborative in most cases, right, Um, which where where like one player is complaining about the capabilities of another player on their team, <laughs> right, who is helping them win. This would be like, I I think about this in terms of basketball. I I will admit I'm not in the sports world or something, so I Mm -hmm. I don't know. But does another player on the team with LeBron James or something complain about how good LeBron James is? Or are they just happy that they have LeBron James on their team and try to be as good as they can to help win, right? Like trying to tear down the other player who's on your team, on your side, fighting with you. Against an enemy, it um, makes it's a rare—it's
1: no a rare thing. It does happen, obviously, because there are egos involved in that sort of thing. Sure. Um, it, it takes an ego to be a a professional sports player. Oh, um, uh, of any of any kind. But what wh- what you're essentially trying to say is, if if you're ta- you're taking the battlefield with someone, you know, say you're in a Braveheart movie, <laughs> okay? Yeah. You're you're living in a Braveheart movie. You don't look to the guy next to you and say, "Well, I'm totally going to make it out of this, but you're going to die." Even though a guy in that movie says that. Right. Okay. He I'm does. just saying it's not often that you say it and you
0: and you mean it. You wouldn't do that. You just don't do it. Right. You want you want to be surrounded by the best possible people so you have the best chance of success. Right. So this whole discussion just really falls on its face when it comes to collaborative games. Um now.
1: Right. And, and if if you are extensively worried about balance then what are you doing playing a collaborative game, right? Right. Yeah. maybe no maybe no i don't know i could be wrong about that i just said it and i didn't like what i what i sounded like so <laughs> i don't know i i i will go ahead and agree with that um it seems i, I don't know it seems uh, to be against itself like i um, like that 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 phrase is fighting itself um that phrasing
0: well here's here's the interesting thing okay there are non balance oriented reasons why you should have games that have something that looks like balance but i wouldn't call it balance i would call it opportunities okay like, like yeah what i mean by that is that's the other missing component of balance people talk about balance like it's some constant like it's a universal constant like the speed of light okay just right is. but it's
1: not it's it's a, it's a it's it's certainly segmented you know yes. it's it's uh it's self-contained into whatever whatever current circular environment you're in right now whatever yes. um like like if if you look at one of the most the, the worst examples of of uh or best examples of imbalance i guess would be a better way to put it uh in rpgs would be rifts right which is just massively unbalanced like every like you could just turn the page um from one thing to the next and completely ruin the balance of whatever was on the page before like well there's no balance whatsoever you know yes, this thing and- this thing is a titanic god and the next guy is a scientist who works yes. in the lab. as we powers. have
0: pointed out before in this podcast, these two are both choices in the game. One, a homeless man who can drive a car and kind of shoot a gun. That is a choice of yeah, a character. Yeah, guns you can play. that have bullets and don't damage big things. But yes. correct. Or a cosmic knight who is meant to fight fleets of enemy spaceships who can travel through. Right, <laughs> like. like- Green Lantern is afraid of this guy. Right. That's yeah. yeah. But but
1: within that game, you still have small microcosms you can create with that, that do have balance. You know, yes. you can you can create a, a single organization of of uh, of characters that are maybe are all a part of the the coalition and they all have access to, to uh, a similar set of gear and similar set of skill possibilities. Now, still within there, there's going to be some some balance gaps, but it's going to be way way less egregious than like what we just described with the Cosmonite yes. and and the Vagabond Wanderer.
0: Yep. Exactly. So
1: so balance is certainly um, uh, it takes takes place on very different levels
0: in di- at different times. So yeah. And, and what you just described is, I think, the best situation for what actually where balance can can in some kind of term can be meaningful. What you're aiming for isn't a line or something that everybody rests on. What you're aiming for is sort of a cloud, right? More of an electron cloud where everybody's kind of bouncing. And I literally mean that very specifically, like because we don't know where electrons are in the cloud, right? They're kind of always bouncing around and moving. And that's really how I think balance should be thought about. It's a roughly defined space. Right, I know the electron for a particular atom is in a roughly defined space. It's not shooting off and on another part of the universe. It's there in that cloud. Right, and we know where kind of to look for it. So yes, that's kind what we're it. talking about. We got this roughly defined area, and everybody is kind of bouncing around in it, being up or down yeah. at various times. This would be
1: uh, analogous to some of the more the more robust matchmaking systems on online games. Um, where where it will take your your past efforts into account when matching you with other players to fight against or with right and it's still not perfect right certainly not perfect. there's still these very peaks and valleys within that um, that set of
0: balance but you're not the you know logging in for the first time and fighting the best players right exactly I think in that context it can be useful when you think of it more like that cloud and you realize that in the game, Because balance doesn't exist. I always say it's not an it's not X. It's not a constant. It's an X over Y, right? Balance over what? The total experience of the length of the game, i.e., if I'm in an RPG over the campaign. You know, second edition D and D fighters and wizards were very balanced, but they were balanced over time—a lengthy period of time, twenty levels, right? Mm -hmm. Um, the wizard could go down to any errant, any errantly swung sword. At low level, right, and had to be protected. Whereas Yeah, they a fighter, were a
1: strange opposing curves, certainly.
0: Yes. Whereas a fighter could just wade his way through enemies, right? He that dude was like being a regular fighter in really good armor with a shield in like mm-hmm. first, second level D D and second edition, uh yeah, was, just a beast. You're a beast. You're just crushing things. Um, every hit of your sword kills an enemy and most yeah, enemies can't No hit other you.
1: class stacks up.
0: Like, right. not not at the
1: beginning, you know, other class, any other class would have to, like, go to some extreme measures like summoning a
0: monster or something to keep up with
1: what the fighter could do.
0: Right. Whereas when you get up to high level, certainly the wizard's power curve has, has gone up, and, you know, now they're able to do amazing, amazing things, right? Right. Reshape Phenomenal reality. cosmic powers. Yes. So... It's balanced over that entire length of time. I would say, ironically, it's actually tilted in the fighter's favor. I take the complete... Most people who are familiar with this argument know that everybody complains about probably.
1: the wizards. Um Overall, probably the fighter keeps a, a steadier, higher curve than the Wizard. Although, I, I mean, the Wizard probably has the highest peak, though.
0: You know what I mean? Yes, but I would also argue that since most games of Second Edition D anD D never went over ninth level, right? Yeah, it never happened because <laughs> they're they're just meeting meeting uh, uh,
1: com- coming together almost at that point. Uh, yes. the, the wizard's coming into his own, and the fighter is still excellent. So fighter wins. Exactly,
0: exactly. Like well, the fighter
1: never stopped being excellent, but the wizard just got there. Exactly, he just got there. Yeah.
0: Yep. So I'm just saying where reality meets mathematical sure. expectation. Um, okay. So-, so you you said something about people
1: uh, you know people want their skill to matter. Their their thoughts and their their um tactics, the things that they believe they just came up with and things like that, right? Right, yes. And that's really important. Um but I I'm going to I'm going to tell a dirty little secret here, all right? So as far as RPGs go, like some of my most successful games that I've run as a GM, as a game master, um, the ones that people talk about, you know, years and years and years afterwards, and and are you look back on fondly. Uh, I'm not going to go into specific details about them because that's boring as hell. But the these these games that stick out in people's minds, I commit what will be the greatest sins in the eyes of people who care about balance, because I am constantly fudging roles, making stuff up. Uh, throwing throwing whatever the PCs like actual um, activities are to the side, you know, auto doing things for the enemies. Like, just yeah, the enemy hit hits this time. Yeah, he's got some more hit points because I want this this fight to last longer and feel more epic. I, I'm just doing this like just nonstop, just changing little things all the time. All right, you know, a, a PC could. could could throw down a, a big critical hit and I'll make it sound like it did a lot but I want that fight to be epic so I just add some hit points to it whatever um, because I have a certain feeling that I'm going for I want the narrative to go a certain way so I just change it all. So I would say that if if your GM is dynamic you you may have like balance may may be an illusion okay you may not not actually be having any balance take place in the game that the gm may just be accommodating the story
0: and and i so completely agree within the span of something like an rpg that collaborative storytelling because it is collaborative storytelling and involves a gm and i know exactly what games you're talking about because i i played in a few of them under you and some of them that i you, you didn't but we've talked about in the past right we will have to do a show sometime, by the way, that's just Vince and Travis talk about their favorite RPG moments. I'm going to add that um, to the list. I,
1: okay. Well, I would, I, li- listeners, if you want to hear that, that episode about us talking about our favorite games or whatever, um, send us an email. And if we get one person that says, let's do this, <laughs> we will do it. Because, I mean, I, I got to say, at least one out of our four listeners might want to do that. So we uh, email Vince. His email his email will, will be in the uh, in the description.
0: It's in the show notes, yes, absolutely. But it's for, for, for anybody not searching that, it's Vincentrventurella at gmail.com. Yes, but it'll be down in the show notes. Okay. So um and and here's the funny thing. I so totally agree with your point. The GM fudging things, making it happen, you, when you're like, oh, you know what? Narratively, what'll make it what'll make this great is if this character has a moment right now because they had some other thing happen earlier, right. whatever. Like making those things happen, and by the way, the best GMs I play under all do this. They are not slaves to the dice or the rules or anything. Whenever I hear somebody use the old mantra of "let the dice fall where they may," and it just just like, and take that laissez faire attitude as a GM, I'm like, well, you don't run super great games. Like, Possibly, y- I, you I might I run... feel like
1: there's some kind of middle ground, but
0: yeah, no, no, they might run good games. I'm not saying that. They, they they could very well run good games, okay? But truly great games, those one games that stand out have to have some amount some kind of, of cultivated direction. moments, right? Yeah. There's going to be some moments that are random and just come up and you're like, okay, great, that happened. Let's steer into it, right? Nothing, as a GM, you can't sort of like, you have to rely on the invisible hand of luck to let some things happen, right? Absolutely. Um, but for those other for, for everything else you got to take a hand here you know
1: yeah interestingly this is where balance does come into effect because you need to have a balance between allowing the numbers to 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 do what they do to provide a further a thicker veil yes. <laughs> okay so that the players still feel like everything is in the control of the dice um but but you still need to balance that with 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 your your guiding the story as a gm
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: But I, yeah, I'm just saying, like I, I, I just worst sins ever in the eyes of people who really care about balance and the numbers.
0: Yes. So, uh, but but of course, that's what. Yeah, as you said, that is what makes the best games. Um, I completely and totally agree with that. So the the final thing that I would say about balance is that the it should be cultivated, as you mentioned, with riffs on an individual level. And I want to, that's sort of the summation to everything we just said, right? Whether that's, you want to create your own cloud. So in in most of these things like war games or RPGs or CCGs, you you have some level of control of your experience. When you're dealing with an MMO, it's more difficult, right? Because it's such a big group of people. You don't really have any sort of say over what it is.
1: Right, but we're talking more along the lines of when, when you, when you have a myriad choices at your yeah.
0: disposal. Like have conversations about the type of game you want to play in as a player or run as a GM, right? And set the expectations accordingly and course correct throughout, right? Um, oftentimes the fee- everybody at the table feeling as though there's balance is literally just a matter of players who may have be who may have a better conception of the mechanics in these games and who can build more powerful right. engines, just not doing anything. Yeah, for example, like if you
1: would see that that Rifts group um, go into action time and again, and the group is, you know, they're running really well, but one player in that group has access to, you know, a giant robot, okay? That's at his disposal. No one else has that kind of firepower. It's not a thing that anybody else can, can access or can pilot or whatever, but that guy's got a giant robot and he can blow up all kinds of stuff. Um, that nobody else ha- even even has has anywhere close to that kind of firepower. And letting having having ha- as a player making the decision to bring that big gun out, which is basically a tank, okay? You're bringing out a tank, you you only bring it out when it's absolutely necessary so that you get your moment in the spotlight with that thing, but you don't tr- you know, you know tromp over everybody else with your giant robot, yes. That, that is, that, that's using your judgment as a player. This isn't always up to the DM, you know? The DM, the GM doesn't always have to be the final say as far as balance goes. You can do this yourself when you're sitting down at a table with, with your group.
0: Yep, exactly. The number of times in games that I don't roll, like, the GM will say, like, everybody make a perception check, and I'll be like, nah, pass. And I just don't roll it because I because I'm playing a character who isn't perceptive. Right, yeah, and and I know that I've stated again. This is not. I'm not perceptive. I don't notice things. I've I've piloted a character like this very recently. I just don't roll perception checks. Why would I? Like there are. It's not my special thing. But I could roll a yeah. hard twenty, right, or something.
1: And-, and the same. And the same could go for any other any other test. It's just like if you're playing a wizard and you have a nine strength, and the fighter's got his eighteen, and you have a chance to to throw that portcullis up. Yep. Um. Why are you trying to lift it? Like, it makes no sense for your character to be trying to lift that thing when the fighter's there.
0: Yes. Don't try to steal that moment. What are you doing? Exactly. Like, just let the other people have their moments. And surprisingly, doing less as a player, okay, is more rewarding. Because if everybody... Right, because those moments when you do something good, they really stand out. Exactly. If everybody's taking that attitude then what happens is you'll find that the moments that you want to experience as your character actually start happening for your character. They don't get robbed by other people who just threw errant dice and got a good roll, right? You get to do your things. Uh, You get to experience your failings and not have your failing just be like, oh... Okay, well, what I guess the other player got it. Cool.
1: Yeah. Now right. this is this is totally applying to RPGs. Now you know yes, board yeah. games like whatever, like Hero Quest and things that aren't narratively driven as hard, as hardcore. Uh, obviously, you know, yes, you're still going to make the test with your wizard to throw that portcullis up because it's right. just a board game and you're trying to advance. Um, yeah, we're we're just saying I think that role playing games um, that are narrative, it's it's not just about advancing on the board. It's about advancing the story.
0: Yep. Yeah. If you're playing a card game, it would be about having the conversation beforehand of the type of game you want to play, right? Like, hey, I want to, I'm going to play my crazy scarecrow theme deck. Have you got any kind of garbage deck that you think might be a fun match for that? Right. Right. That's all. As opposed
1: to your tournament buster. Exactly. <laughs> like...
0: yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, It's the same thing where you've got this big universe, right? Of cards to select from. Find, find the, where your electron clouds borders need to be drawn. Um. Yeah, so there you go. Does balance matter? My answer is yes, but not in the way people... Or do you care about balance? Uh, sorry, that was the original question. My answer is yes, but not in the way everybody else does, right? I believe it's sort of an organically created thing that happens when the players openly communicate and want to set the rough expectations of how that's going to be. In a thing like an MMO, my answer is... No, not really. Like, it matters, again, like, there needs, the the game designer needs to create that rough cloud, but you, as a player, need to also accept that things in an MMO are going to be frequently wildly imbalanced because there's way too much to account for, right? Even for a great designer. The situations of whatever the scenario looks like, the number of players, how good they are, what level they are in their advancement, and on and on and on and on ad, ad nauseum, right? There's so many variables that, Things are going to sometimes seem unbalanced, even if the game actually has a relatively well defined scope. And you should just accept that and find a different engagement, right? Or or whatever. There you go. That's my thoughts.
1: Yeah, so yeah. I I, I pretty much agree with you. Do do I care about balance? Yeah. Yes when other people do. Um, no, most of the time though. I, I like I certainly don't care about balance very often. Unless I, I, I don't know. Unless I'm playing Counter Strike, because um, <laughs> I'm better than everybody in Counter Strike. So why am I not winning? I'm just saying. Uh, so I think I think we undesigned that pretty well, right? So uh, I'll just call it undesigned.
0: Undesigned. Thanks everybody for listening. As always, remember the emails in the description. Don't ever hesitate to reach out to us. Yeah,
1: email email if you uh, if you want us to do that uh, that episode on uh, what games we liked or whatever. Yeah, right? the
0: games we played. Yes, exactly. But uh, as always, we'll see you next time.